y'all. My name is Lisa Nicole, independent country artist coming at you from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Welcome to my podcast, where each week I and occasional special guests aim to inspire you both on and off the stage. Join us as I dig in deep into behind the scenes of my life, my music, my heart, the music business, and exclusive lifestyle and fitness tips. Now settle up and thank y'all so much for tuning in. Okay, this episode is not about when me and another girl got heartbroken. That is not the point. The point is I am going to be real with you guys again on the behind the scenes that you don't see that artists go through and women and men in life in general. On social media, we generally look like life is great all the time, but we are all real people and real shit happens. <laughs> we go through breakups, we lose people, we have mental health problems. It is hard to put a face on all the time, and a lot of the time, you just have to. Today, I'm going to dig into one of my worst breakups and how I dealt with it. Not great, <laughs> but the good and the bad. I'm going to rewind a tiny bit into the backstory. Living in Vancouver, dating this great guy. This was the first guy I really fell hard for. He was into country music, fitness, and planned the most romantic dates, like for instance, a scavenger hunt at Stanley Park, where the last clue was the fall of a shooting star, the sunset. He even handwrote our love story as a message in a bottle type of thing. So romantic. But it wasn't always rainbows, and eventually things started to get a little controlling and untrusting. I believe this may have stemmed from A, him not being secure with himself, and B, me always being the center of attention with my music, especially as artists, we often get hit on, get lots of messages, and well, I'm going to say it, get gawked at on stage. If the person you're with is not secure enough to trust that you are not going to act on any of that, then there's bound to be problems. I was also his first longer-term relationship, his first love, so maybe he didn't know how to handle it. I don't really know what went on in his head and how he ended up breaking my heart and treating me so badly, but you grow and you learn and you become a better person from it. Let's get on with the story. So I'm about to go on my first cross Canada tour to promote It Got Ugly. This was an extensive six weeks across Canada with shows and radio interviews booked. What that means is long driving days, staying up late playing shows, getting up early for radio and driving another long day and repeat. The night before I'm getting ready to go out, he says, check the notes in your phone. There in my notes app, he wrote a message saying, will you move in with me? So naturally, I was so friggin' pumped that when I got home from my tour, we would be starting this amazing part of our life together. What a send off. I just felt like I had so much to look forward to and life was great. Looking back, I almost feel like it was a way of making him sure I was definitely coming back to him. I still don't understand. Little did I know, this guy would cheat on me while I was gone and had already cheated on me twice in the past. And I definitely don't think this is an excuse, but I know when some people are unhappy and needs aren't met or whatever, that people cheat. But when things are great, that truly baffles me. Let's get to the initial breakup. I say initial because this ended up being the most toxic part of my life. I remember this breakup like night and day. It's just something you do not forget. We um, as in myself, my mom, and Jason, my guitar player, are in Regina, Saskatchewan, and we're staying at one of my friend's place from music school. We play a late show, and by the end of the show, I have a text saying, can we talk tonight? For some reason, my heart dropped at that moment. It's crazy, but I have this intuition, and most women do, about just knowing what that text meant. 
So I took the call and I was dead on. He was breaking up with me. I couldn't deal with this in my girlfriend's house. So here I am crying in my vehicle on the phone for two hours that night until about two in the morning. Keep in mind, I have a radio interview the next morning where I have to be present, be on the radio, take photos, sing. And crying and little sleep are two of the worst things for your voice. And I'm not talking about a 11 a.m. morning interview. I'm talking like 8 a.m. morning interview, which means wake up at 6 a.m. to be ready to be there on time and be on, on in quotations. So thank God for my mom and Jason. Dear Lord, they both hugged and consoled me that night. The next morning, we are en route to our 8 a.m. radio interview. I remember I wore a hat that day to try and cover up my face and my puffy eyes. I walked into the station, met the radio directors, sang my song on air, did an interview, all as if I did not have a broken heart, as if I wasn't up crying until two in the morning. And my world was just perfect, because why wouldn't it be? I'm getting the opportunity to play my song live on the air, tour across Canada, but here I am shattered. After the interview, we traveled to Brandon, Manitoba. We played a show in Brandon, Manitoba that night, and a couple times I had to turn around because singing a certain song would trigger tears flowing on stage. Wow, (laughs) what a shitty 24 hours. And really, who would do that to someone when they're at the peak moment in their life? Who would take that away from someone? This is not quite near the same, but this reminds me of a movie I just watched, Shallow, where he stumbles on the stage so drunk and while she's giving her speech, it's just heartbreaking. What do you do next? Well, the show literally must go on. I had to suck it up, just like having broken ribs. On the outside, it looks like nothing's wrong, but every single breath hurts. Not even a day later, I was getting texts from him. Oh, well, we'll talk about it when I get home and I love you and maybe we can work things out. All the while, he was already going on other dates. I found that out down the road. I finished the tour while still having him play mind games with me the whole time and giving me this false hope. I must say at this point, I was not as strong of a woman as I am today. But if I didn't go through what I did in that relationship, I never would be. I finished that tour and came home. And I think back on it and I see a lot of happy moments. I don't really think about the broken heart and how I had to walk into so many radio interviews, devastated, crying the night before or minutes before and just having to hold myself together. That's the part of artists that you don't see on social media. Um, Even myself, still to this day, I still keep that away from my social media because, well, who really wants to hear about all the sad stuff that is happening in your life? I mean, people want to be lifted, and I get that, but I still think it's okay to not be okay, as Madeline Merlot says, I love that song. So here comes the gross icing on the cake, where she, aka me, takes him back after he breaks her heart over and over, where she thinks he's changed because he says so. Oh, wow, was I ever brainwashed, and the toxicity gets worse and worse. After I found out that he did cheat on me. Can you believe I took him back? It really makes me so sad for my past self that I let all this happen. At the moment he broke my heart on tour was the moment things would never be the same. He was remorseful and so sorry and crying and wrote me letters and I thought, okay, maybe we can make this work. So like a dumb girl, I took him back. 
and he fooled me again. Heartbreak number two. There was this weekend, he was away on a ball tournament, and that intuition kicked in where I felt like something just wasn't right. He was being rude on the phone and wasn't wanting to talk. And I let that intuition sink to the bottom of my gut and stay there until I had found out what really happened. So he had a forum he used a lot for workout stuff, and I know he had posted a recipe for protein bars on it. So one day, I decided to surprise him and make the recipe. I'm on the website, and I'm scrolling to find the post, and to my surprise, big surprise, I found a post about how he had this hot weekend with this girl he hooked up with and didn't know what to do because he had a girlfriend, etc., and it went on in detail. My heart sank again, and I've never had those feelings ever again since that day, thankfully. I confronted him later that day, and the shock in his face that I found out was priceless. He was a ghost. (laughs) Guys, girls, someone will pretty well always find out if you've cheated on them. The truth always comes out. And remember how I say toxic? Well, things got even more toxic after this. There are certain parts of this where things got so bad that I don't think I am even ready to open up about it. But I will tell you, I was hospitalized during this time. I let someone make me feel like I was absolutely nothing without him. He made me feel like a crazy hot mess. I used to feel beautiful, talented, unstoppable, on top of the world, full of life and love. I enjoyed being that light in someone's day, and he took it all away. I remember literally, literally, I'm telling you, dropping to my knees in front of him, begging him not to leave me because I had no idea how I could live without him. I had no self-worth. I had completely lost myself and who I was. I just couldn't understand how someone I thought loved me so much could be so cruel, heartless, and unconcerning. And all during this difficult time, like I said, as an artist or anyone in the public eye or even anyone in life, you know, I had to promote a new single. I had to be on all the time, tour, be an artist, and try to pretend like I was okay. I was not okay. I was hospitalized. I got in three car accidents during this time. They were just rear-enders, but I would leave his house in such a mess, trying to drive through flowing tears. My friends disowned me because they couldn't deal with me dealing with him. Everything was just not okay. And at some point after that whole craziness went down, I kind of went a little bit MIA, and even people in the music industry thought like, meh. Where's Lisa? And that's hard after you've put so much into one thing, which is like my It Got Ugly CD in the tour, and to have someone shatter it, and you have to go into this dark place where you just, you feel like you can't breathe. It's hard. I've never talked about all this in public, and like that Gina Kramer song goes, I got the boy, the hothead. It's all true about that guy. I know that he's probably grown up since those days, and I still wish he would just own up and say he's sorry for all of it, but I don't think of those horrible moments much anymore. What I think and feel now is, wow, I am lucky with the life I have and the partner I have now. So to all the people that are unhappy in your relationship and are thinking about cheating on your partner, just get the balls and break up with the person, or at least tell them how you're feeling and have a talk about it. After all the bad things that can happen to a girl, me, well, shitty for him because he decided to do that to a songwriter. Who do you think the Come Find Me album is about? 
And how about my cheating song, Mad About It, or Where Love Goes to Die? (laughs) Almost that whole album was about him. Bad things lead to good music. (laughs) So guys and girls, what I just want you to take away from this episode is that I just want you to know that you are worth so much more than how one guy or girl might make you feel. There are so many people in this world, in fact, around 7 billion, that I'm sure you could find someone better suited for you. At the time, I know, believe me, I know, it might seem like this one person is the only one, but they are not. The scar of a broken heart will never completely fade, but the pain is temporary and you will grow out of it. It will change your life, it will make you a better person, and you will find someone that will support your choices, nurture you, respect you, and mostly someone that loves all of you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And another thing is, if you need to take a break from social media, from pretending to be this really sparkly, happy person, take a break. That might be what you need. Take a mental health day and go to therapy, read a book write in a journal, and just work on getting yourself back to the person you know you are deep down. My best friend once lent me a book called, it's called A Breakup Because It's Broken. B-R-O-K-E-N, broken. (laughs) So pick yourself up faster than I did if you can (laughs) and kick life in the ass. Thank you guys so much for listening to these uh, last few very vulnerable episodes. They've been kind of scary to talk about, um, but I thank you so much. I really do. And I'll see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in.